are now listening to the Rose of Sharon Church podcast. It is our prayer that God challenges your heart during this week's message. If you would like to let us know what God is doing in your life, please email us at rostnshare at gmail.com. We're glad you're here. Welcome home to Rose of Sharon Church. Genesis chapter 12. I want to share something with you for the next few Sundays. In the next few Sundays, I want to be able to just share for a few moments concerning the Journeyman Chronicles. We are all in a place, whether we know it or not, we are part of a journey. Whether you know it or not, we are all a people that God has called us out of something and we're headed somewhere. We are all in a situation and we're all in a place, brother and sister, that God wants to work something in our lives. And to get there and to be effective whenever we get there and to find purpose, that is really what we're going to be talking about for the next four or five weeks. We're going to be talking about getting into the life of Abraham and how he not only found the promised land, but he also found purpose. He also found success. He also found a, that he was going to become something powerful for God when the only thing he had to do was just take a journey with the Lord. So brother and sister, come and take a journey with us for the next few weeks. You will be blessed. You will leave with some great information and you will leave touched by the power of God. Amen. So make sure that you are with us throughout the month of March as we finish this up. And you will, you will be very thankful. God will bless you. I truly believe it. You'll leave changed in the name of the Lord. Genesis chapter 12. We're going to start off right here at the point that we began or introduced to Abram. So Genesis chapter 12 beginning in verse 1. The word of God states this. Now the Lord had said to Abram. Get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. My Lord, have mercy. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Catch all the personal pronouns here. I will make your name, you a great nation. I will bless you. And I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. My Lord have mercy. Now I love this part here. So Abram departed. I need to say that one more time. Because we all want the blessing. But very few of us want to do the action to get the blessing. I know I'm not even finished reading my text, but. We all want the blessing. We all want the successfulness. We all want to be used. But let me share something with you, brother. There has to be a moment and a time when you do something. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him and Lot 
went with him. Oh, I ain't got time to talk about it. Let me just share. You can think about this later on. It will bless your heart. You may say, Pastor Tim, but if I leave where I'm going and God's going to use me, I, you know what? I'm having to leave all kinds of folks. But realize something, brother and sister. Lot went with him. You will be amazed at who you have influence over if you yourself will get ready to take a journey this morning. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, dear God, for the presence of the Lord that I've already felt. I thank you, Almighty God, Lord, that you, dear Lord Jesus, will move in this house. That the power of God will be revealed. That you, Lord Jesus, will be real in this house. That we receive your word. That it will not fall, dear God, on hard soil. That it will not fall on hard hearts. That will not fall on hardened ears. But in the name of Jesus, every spirit be receptive. Every spirit be ready to receive. And every spirit, dear God, get ready to walk. I pray in the name of Jesus. And we will honor you and we will praise you and we will thank you for it. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen, 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 Amen. amen. This morning I want to talk to you from the Journeyman Chronicles. And I want to speak to you specifically about the journeyman contract the journeyman contract realize this in Genesis chapter 12 we are introduced to a man whose accomplishments and just the sheer faith in a promise that God gave him granted him access into the biblical hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11 all the background information that's given to us about Abram is really found in, in just the last part of Genesis chapter 11 and then beginning right in Genesis 12. What we know is that his son, or his father's name was Terah, and he lived in the land of Ur of the Chaldeans. He was married to Sarah, and Sarah was barren. That we know. But the one thing that we see here is this. For some odd reason, for some particular reason, the Lord sees something in Abram that he begins to look at and says, you know what? There is something that I can be able to work with. There is something in that man that I can be able to partner with. There is something that is, that is able in that man that I can be able to take even if he is 75 years of age, even though his wife is barren, even though he may not come from a, a great family or anything else. But the one thing I do know, brother and sister, God saw something in Abram that he said, I want to partner with. Brother and sister, understand something. Let me just share this at the very beginning before we go any further. Realize this, brother and sister. In a partnership that we make with God, it is not you being the individual that has to be special in the relationship. You say, Pastor Tim, I don't have anything special about me. God can't be able to use me. God can't be able to do anything in my life. God can't be able to take me to a new level. God can't be able to allow me to be able to see my family one to God or my next door neighbor one to God or anybody else one to God. Can I just stop you right there and share this with you 
right here, right now, and that is this. It doesn't matter what you think about yourself or the abilities that you have. Brother and sister, in this partnership, it is God that is extraordinary, and I'm just the ordinary. If you're one of these individuals that think that you have to take all this pressure on yourself and you have to bear the burden trying to be able to be something for God, can I just share something with you? Understand, you can do your best and you can be able to do everything you can and just be able to go to every school that you can and learn how to be able to say the word God in a certain way. But can I just be able to share this with you? In this relationship that God is wanting to partner with, He's able to take the broken. He's able to take the bruised. He's able to take the individual that may not have the greatest of education, that may not have all the experience in the world, but God is able to partner with them and be able to bring about in them something extraordinary. Why? Because He is the God that is extraordinary this morning. I'm just the ordinary. But it's God that's the extraordinary this morning. I tell you something, brother and sister. Understand, this partnership that we're coming into has more to do about Him than it has anything to do about with me. So whenever the Lord God sees Abram, He does not say, Abram's got something super special. Just so special about that man. No, he just sees Abram and he sees something that he can work with. And he says, guess what? I can work with that. So it comes down to this, brother and sister. It's not what I can offer God for Him to use me. It's just if I'm available enough where God can use me. Jesus. Look at your neighbor and say, be available. Be available. You can, have, you can have all the warts. You can have all the bruises. You can have all the brokenness. You can have all the problems. You can have all the disclaimer statements that follow you around. Like, look at what he did. and Oh, you know who that is. And oh, you can have all those disclaimers. It don't matter. Why? Because in this partnership, it's all about him. So brother and sister, this contract, a contract is defined as any formal agreement between two or more parties to perform specific duties as stated in the agreement. The Lord God reached an agreement with Abram that would result in God blessing Abram. God not only blessing Abram, but blessing in Abram and through Abram. If he would only meet one qualification, be willing to take a journey. Brother and sister, if you want to come into this and begin to even talk to the Lord about a contract with you and Him, where that God is able to do something extraordinary. Can I just share something with you? The only thing that you need to be able to come with just this kind of pre... The only pre-qualification He has is this. You need to be willing to take a journey. you got to be willing to just take it. 
Brother and sister, understand something. I know how it is. And can I just be real for just a second? I know what it is to live in life. And I know what it is to be able to come to a position it seems like that you meet yourself coming and going most of the time. I understand what it is to be able to juggle kids and juggle whatever's going on here and there and everything else and trying to be able to work all kinds of stuff, still follow the Lord, still do what God's called you to do. I understand what all that is. But can I just share this for you? That sometimes we get in a position that we will immediately, whenever people or a preacher gets up here behind a pulpit and start talking about that there is a level that God wants to be able to reach in your life, that he can be able to elevate you and be able to make something extraordinary out of you, that if you will just partner with him immediately, many of us will go, oh, uh, I have issues. I have qualifications. Listen, this is what I've got going on right here, right here, right here. I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that, I can't do that. Well, guess what? If that is what your list of all the things that you can't do, and can I just share something with you? God can't partner with you. So you will remain that 75-year-old man that has a barren wife, that's living in Ur of the Chaldeans, and never reach anything great. That will never ever bless his, his kids. Bless the lineage after him. Bless and become the very lineage that Christ comes out of. You will never see the kingdom of Israel grow. You will never ever see God do great things. You will never ever see the Red Sea parted. You will never ever see the might of God. You will never see any of those things. Why? Because you have too many pre-qualifications. And it's all about, I can, I can, I can, I can. When God just says this, if you will drop all of your why I can't and just say, God, I'm willing to take a trip with you and I believe that you're able, then God can work with you. Uh, can I just share something with you? Do you think that God is so limited that he doesn't have a calendar on his celestial desk? That he can't be able to look at you and be able to say, yeah, I know he's got ball on Tuesday and Thursdays. I know that his daughters are involved here and there. I know that he's got these issues. Do you think that he doesn't have a clock, that he doesn't understand who you are? And he doesn't understand the things and the, and the things that are going on in your life? He understood that it was Abram that was 75 years of age. He understood that it was Abram that he did not, that his wife was barren. He understood those things. But brother and sister, Abram did not allow what was wrong to keep him from taking a journey with the Lord. Do not look at the things that exempt you from what everybody says you can't do, you can't do. And brother and sister, come on and take a trip with the Lord and let God burst something extraordinary in your life. Yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let God burst something in your life. Don't look at just the, the exemptions that you just easily throw up. Don't look at the exemptions. Brother and sister, instead, look at who the God is that's called you. Understand, today, the Lord is still trying to make contracts with people. He is still trying to make a journeyman contract with individuals. He wants to be able, He desires to unleash the potential that is inside of us as individuals and as a church. So that he can unleash the potential of us and then unleash the potential of heaven 
to be able to aid us to take a journey with the Lord. The Lord has a journey for us. The only thing we have to do, and that is just be available for the Lord to lead us. Listen to this. This journeyman contract has two conditions. One of the initiator of the contract and one of the receiver of the contract. These two signings, these two principal uh, uh, people that are coming together to form this contract, there are really only two conditions here. Condition number one is Abraham's. This is something that Abraham has to, to deal with. What is that condition? It's found in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. That condition is this. Abram, get out. Get out, leave your family, leave your friends, leave the place that you are comfortable in. Leave the place that you, have, that you are comfortable in. Brother and sister, understand something. God is always in the place where He calls us out of things. Understand something. God is a God of, of constantly calling us out of things. Why? So He can bring us into things. Realize this, brother and sister. Understand that Abram was being called into a place where he was to get out and leave what was comfortable so that he could be able to follow and take a journey with the Lord with only the Lord's word to go on. Understand, dear mother and sister, man, being comfortable is a great thing. Whenever you come into this church this morning, I want you to feel comfortable. I want people here to be friendly. You're not friendly, you better start being friendly. Smile. Smile. Shake their hand. Welcome them. Tell them it's great to have them here. Get to know them. I want them to feel comfortable here. But can I share something with you? Also, but one of the worst things to sometimes be is be comfortable in our spirit. Where they get, we get to a place that no longer are we challenged. Well, we just come in and we sit down. That's what we do. We just come in and we sit. I don't even get aggravated whenever it's not the same seat that I normally get in. Because somebody else is there. So I just come in and I just sit. I smile. But can I share something with you, brother and sister? If that is just your walk with the Lord, the Lord says this. Come on out of that sense of being just comfortable. Come on out of that and let God begin to expand your opportunities of ministry. Outside of the church and in the church. Let God begin to do these things. Now listen to this. Faith is defined in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1 as the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Just when the Lord begins to pull on you and start saying, I have something more. I have something more. 
There's a place I want to show you. There's a ministry I want to show you. There's an event that I want to show you. There's something I want to just begin to work in you. There's a neighbor that needs the Lord. There's somebody that you work with that needs the Lord. There's this that needs. There's a Sunday school class. There's a a small group that's beginning. There's this or there's that that's going on. You can be in a position where you are constantly that God can begin to pull on you and pull on you and pull on you. And you say, but I'm, I'm comfortable here. I'm okay right here. And the Lord says, come on and come on. And you say, Lord, but all these things. But brother and sister, understand, it takes faith. To be able to trust that when you begin to step out, that God will step out with you. Listen to this, whenever we begin our journey with the Lord, it always begins with faith. Faith that the Lord is speaking to me, faith that the Lord is able to do what He says, and faith to allow the Lord to drive us to our destination without trying to impose our own will on that destination. The condition to get out is one that communicates to every single one of us that God has something more for us. The land of Canaan that the Lord was going to lead Abram to was going to be His place, His descendants' place. The place where they were destined to be, where they can be all that God had called them to be, that they can find fulfillment in their great divine purpose. Brother and sister, you have a place for you to fulfill your divine purpose. But for you to fulfill your divine purpose, you must eventually choose to be uncomfortable and to step out into something brand new. You will never be able to gain a new destination if you never leave where you're at. How many of you have ever done one of them things that you have got ready to go somewhere, somebody kind of stopped you, rolled out the window, and you forgot that you put the car in park, and you rolled the window, and you're expecting to go, and one, like, people turn and start looking. I said, understand something. God wants us to not just stay in park in our walk with the Lord, but to actually say, you know what? God has a place for me, and I need to move toward where He wants me to go. To grow into where He wants me to grow. To be able to perform as God has called me to perform. To see my neighbors touch God. To see the people around me be something more for God. To be able to see myself be more for God. To be able to grow, and as we begin to grow, and to begin to become extraordinary for God in our place, whatever that may be, then it allows the church to be able to expand its borders and for us to grow and to see the glory of God begin to spread further and further. Why? Because we've just decided, I believe that God is able to get me to my destination. My sister, do you realize that whenever you do not allow God to control the destination and you keep seizing it back from Him, what you are really saying is, I don't trust the Lord. 
My brother and sister understand something. There will be seasons that, man, the road will get tight. The road will get bumpy. The road will come. My brother and sister understand something. We stepped out on this this journey with the Lord, and we're going to allow Him to finish this journey with the Lord. We're going to allow Him to go and to be able to see me to my divine destination. Realize this, the second condition is this, very simply. And that is this. The Lord God... He will be active for you and through you if you will just do your part. Get out. Go. Allow the Lord to take you. And the Lord says, I will be active. In verse 2 and in verse 3, listen to what the Word of God says. I will make you a great nation. Do you hear that? I will. I will bless you, and I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. You will be. Realize this, there is a notice, the personal involvement in the process that the Lord God is going to take Abram on. He said this, if you'll just get out, Abram, and if you'll just, get, just allow me to bring you on a journey, and you be a willing to be able to walk with me and step out with me, and allow me to begin to work with you and take you on this journey, I will make you. I will work in you. I will bless you. I will make you into something. Brother and sister, during this journey that Abram, that Abram is making, the Lord is going to be working in you and through you so that you can fulfill the plan of God. Abram will be a great nation. Why? Because he's going to be through the working of the Lord God in him and through him. God will reach down and actively begin to work in Abram and through Abram that will make him into something great. My God, that is the partner that we're with. That he will reach down if we will allow him to to begin to work in our lives to make us great. You can be great. You can have an impact. You can. But understand, brother and sister, that is going to come as God begins to work. And, God, and this is the reason why. Let me just get on my soapbox for just a moment. Let me just share something with you. This is why it's important that whenever we give this time to be able to worship God, and we give this time for the presence of the Lord, I begin to feel the presence of the Lord to just expand that moment that we worship the Lord. It's important that we enter in. Why? Because it's in those moments that the Lord reaches down into our lives and begins to mess and begins to mingle and begins to put us back into place. Oh, Lord Jesus. Have you ever drove a car that's way out of alignment? If you ever get comfortable, it'll go whoop. It'll take you into oncoming traffic or take you off the road. You can reach over to try to be able to turn the, the, the radio dial or whatever. And if you don't pay attention, the car's already, you hear the You have to be vigilant. 
You can't really be comfortable because you realize that that car wants to take you off the road. And it's sometimes a pain to be able to drive it. You're trying to go to your destination, but it's almost like the vehicle and everything else is fighting you to be able to get there. Brother and sister, understand them. That's why you take it to a, a dealership or to a mechanic. Why? To get everything in line. That's the reason why we come to church, brother and sister. So that we can get in the presence of the Lord and allow Him to light us up, get us ready to be able to drive, and allow God to get us to our destination. Brother and sister, whenever we get together in these moments, this isn't a moment for me to be able to find my place and to be able for me to play on my phone and go, Woo, look at this. Or me, look at what's happening on Facebook. Oh. Or to sit there and draw on in the bulletin and draw all kinds of faces and everything else. Brother and sister, understand something. That's not the moment for you to take a nap. You to roll over and look like somebody in a corpse. Brother and sister, understand something. It is time for you to be able to wake up, rise up, and worship the Lord and say, Lord, work in me as I give you praise of what God is doing in me. So the Lord God wants to reach down. The Lord says, Abram, I will make you a blessing. How and why can that happen? Because, brother and sister, the Lord God will bless me, and He will then allow me to bless others. Why? Because He blessed me. When I begin to step out and take a journey, God will not only begin to actively work in me, but He will also bless me while He is working in me. So I've got a double barrel thing going on in my life. I've got the Lord working in me, and I've got the Lord blessing me. So God can be working on my character, working on character flaws, working on problems, and at the same time, you're like, oh God, this is difficult to change. And the Lord is saying, yes it is, but guess what? I'll pour in the blessing to be able to... It oh... To be able to come to a place to empower you to allow God to continue to work in your life. Mm. See, another reason why we need to learn how to be able to worship. Because we're in the middle of worshiping. Even though God can be messing with things in our life to make us greater. Yet in the middle of it, whenever we start giving it to the Lord, He begins to pour into us. And as we begin to receive the blessing of the Lord, we say, come on Lord Jesus. Keep on working in me because I see the destination ahead of me. Oh, Lord, have mercy. See, brother and sister, when God starts working in you and you begin to realize that this contract just says, I'm going to step out and follow the Lord and the Lord is going to actively work as I move forward. We begin to realize something. This partnership begins to take form. And we begin to see that it's not just me, myself, but it's God that's working in me. And all of a sudden in that, I can be able to claim Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. that states, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. So every obstacle that comes, I can be able to say, I'm in partnership with the Lord. And it may be difficult now, but I can, I can walk. Why? Because I can make it to my destination because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus. 
Brother and sister, I, I can't be able to teach class. I can't be able to do this. I can't be able to do that. I can't be in a position where I can be able to, to be able to, to disciple other people. I can't be in that position where I can begin to pour into somebody else's life. Look at all the issues and look at the stuff I'm going through. But listen to what the Word of God says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 5. This is one of the ultimate journeyman contract uh, uh, scriptures. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verses 5 and 6. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves... To think anything as of being from ourselves. But our sufficiency is from God. Who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. See, brother and sister, you are sufficient. Because of the person that you've come in contract with. I've partnered up with the Lord. And now that I've partnered up with the Lord. God is able to work in me in areas that I can't be able to see myself. That is the reason why God can be able to take a 75-year-old man that has a wife that is barren, and he's still able to say, I see something in you, and you can become great, and you can become a nation, and you can be a nation. I can be I can, a nation. I can't even have a son. I, what are you talking about? I get a nation. But yet, brother and sister... This is the thing that God will begin to do as we begin to see, as we begin to take this journey together, that every one of your issues, every one of your hang-ups, every one of those problems that you say that disqualifies me from being used of God, Abram went through those same things. And in every single one, God says, oh, yeah, you're right, Abram, you can't do it. But guess what? I can do it. I can do it. Brother and sister, the Lord is calling us. And he even says this in verse 3. He says, if you find obstacles on your way, guess what? I'll bless you in those obstacles. You're finding problems, guess what? I'll bless you. When people come against you and curse you, I'll curse them. Why? Because I'm on your side. And listen to what he states in verse 3. And in you. Look at your neighbor and say, in you. And in, in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. In you. In you. Brother and sister, listen to me this morning. God wants to do it. In you. He wants to be able to do this in you. See, that's the Lord telling you right there. Listen to what he's saying. That's nothing more than Morris Code saying, the preacher's right. It's in you. Brother and sister, it's in you. It's in you. It's in you. You say, Pastor Tim, but you know what? You don't understand my, my, my disqualifications that just exempt me from ever being used. My disclaimer statement is forever. And the Lord just says this. Listen, I'm going to do something in you. But Tim, I'm 75 years old. I can't make that trip. You want to make a nation out of me? I'm married to a woman that's barren. In the midst of it, the Lord just says this. If you will take the journey, 
I will make something in you. In you. The Lord is not looking for your ability alone. He is looking for your availability. Come take a journey with the Lord. Be willing to just take the journey this morning. Be willing to be able to say, Lord, if you can use me, use me. If you can find something in me, then use me. I'm willing to take the journey. Are you willing this morning? Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, dear God, Lord, for your presence. I thank you for your power. I thank you, almighty God. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. That Lord God, in this building, in this place, Lord Jesus, you are able to be able to raise up a church, an individual that is able to change the world that they live in. God, within this building, Lord, Lord, and up and down every row of pews, Lord, there is a game changer, Lord, that rests there. Because every single one of us can be a game changer to somebody. Abram, Lord, he just decided to take a journey. And just his choice to say, okay, God, let's go. Lot immediately went with him. He immediately went with him. Dear Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Dear God, speak to lives right now in the name of Jesus. Dear God, Lord, they begin to understand, Lord, that they can be able to have bruises, they can have brokenness, they can have disclaimer statements for what is going on now in their life. Dear God, in the name of Jesus right now, Lord, let them get past the disclaimer statements. And let them say, Lord Jesus, that they're willing to follow you. And they're willing, oh God, Lord, to take a journey with you. I pray in the name of Jesus right now. You're here under the sound of my voice. You say, Pastor Tim, I have disclaimers. I have things that are going on in my life. I have situations. I have things. My life is filled with a lot of schedules, a lot of stuff. Maybe you're here today and your life is filled with brokenness. You've got things that nobody else knows that's going on that you think that just, just completely exempts you. But the Lord just says this, will you take a journey with me? Will you take a journey with me? And will you follow me? If that's you here this morning, I want to ask you in just a moment, I'm going to count to three and I'm going to ask you to stand up. And this is what I'm going to ask you to do. Take a journey with me. 
take a journey, and I want you to come, and I want you to stand up from where you're at. I want you to just make your way to this front, and I want you to just fill up this front. You physically, you just can't be able to come this way. Then I want to ask you to step out from where you are, make that trip if you can, and you can sit right here on the front row. You can sit somewhere, but I just want you to move this morning. Just telling, just being a symbol, Lord Jesus. This is who I am, but I want to come in contract with you. You're calling me, Lord, from from unbelief. You're calling me from maybe some friends, maybe some situations, maybe some stuff that does not glorify you. He's calling you closer to him. I want you right now in the name of Jesus. God is talking across this building. I feel the presence of the Lord. He's talking to individuals. Some of you, when you make your trip, you're going to have to repent. Some of you are going to have to repent. Some of you are going to have to repent. That's okay. Why? Because it's all about Him. Right now, across this building, you say, Pastor Tim, it's me. Right now.